the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. So next week is the week of love. Valentine's Day is going to approach us. Definitely one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. I I love love. I love the celebration of love. I'm not into the commercialization of, like, you buy things and spend money and do all the stuff, but just the, the aura that tends to exist during Valentine's Day is something that I think is incredibly precious. Yeah, it's very sweet. And it's nice. There's no expectation on any level. It's just more so of just enjoying one another. Yeah. And today I wanted to talk about how to get past your relationship rut. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I think that if we're in a relationship or we've had a past relationship, we can all agree that there are times where it ebbs and it flows in love, right? Not that we are not in love with people, but that the element of love and the effort and the aspect of the relationship, it doesn't always stay linear. It's not consistent. Yeah, it's something definitely like it becomes a a normal type situation and there's not a exuberance that you're omitting or putting out there to the world for that other person or that that individual or something in specific. Yeah. And the effort tends to change. Yeah. It's something that the amount of effort you're putting into it just kind of diminishes. Yeah. And I want to talk about falling in love versus standing in love. So when we think about falling in love, we could go back to the beginning of relationships or even before you were in a relationship. I know people who I love other people and I'm not in a relationship with them And so when we think about the process of falling in love and the effort that it takes to fall in love, it takes a lot of effort to fall in love with somebody. And it might come natural in terms of the emotion, but everything else that comes along with it, it takes effort. And I'm talking about the the sweet messages we might send or the little gifts we might give or the acts of service. We might go, not might, we have a tendency to go above and beyond when it comes to falling in love. And I remember being interviewed on a podcast and I've never had somebody like stop in shock after something I've said while being interviewed in this way. And I remember discussing relationships with him and telling him that when you're in a long-term committed relationship and you're married in particular, that we wake up every day and we have the decision to stay married to that person. So it is a decision every day for us to be married. I remember he was super shocked when I said that. And I think he was shocked because when you think about it, we live in a country where we have the option of getting divorced. Therefore, we have the option and the decision to make as to whether or not we want to stay married every day that we wake up. And when you consider it in that way, then it should be like a a fuck kind of moment, right? And I say that because that in and of itself should distinguish the amount of effort that we might not be putting forth in our relationships and the effort that we did in comparison when we fell in love versus now when we're standing in love. I've never really, I've, I've heard you say this before, but like thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense. Like 
if you're standing in love, you're kind of in that stagnant place. But with that mindset of every morning, you have the choice, you wake up and do I still, am I still wanting to be married? You can fall in love with your spouse or your significant other every day. Right. And shouldn't that be the ambition? Absolutely. And we never hear anybody talking about that. We hear about falling in love and then that's it, right? Then they get married, buy a house, have kids, get a dog, white picket fence, like all the stuff. Mm -hmm. But we never hear anybody talking about the variation between just standing in love and then falling in love. And what if the conversation would exist to where we challenge ourselves and one another to fall in love and to continue to fall in love? And some of the reasons why we fall in love in the first place is because we find somebody who's a reflection of the greatest part of us. And it's funny how you hear people say that like a man will marry a woman who's like his mother and vice versa with the female. And I think that that is true to some regard. And the reason for that is because if we're fortunate enough to be raised in homes where we have a stable family and healthy parents, then they show us the qualities that we should want to strive to find in a partner. And it's really funny that you use this example for like um, a mother finding a spouse that emulates their mother, right? Mm -hmm. And my mom recently brought up to me, she said, you and your brother spoil your wives so much. And, and you guys, you guys do anything and everything to, to make sure they're spoiled and taken care of. She, and it's not, she's not saying this out as a, like a compliment. She's saying this as, I wish I had that from you guys. And, and I explained to her, I'm like, well, dad taught us this is cause he's always spoiled my mom throughout our whole lives. And that's kind of where we learned that from. And, and she agreed to that. And, and she goes, well, I spoil him. And I asked her, I go, how do you spoil him? Well, uh, she couldn't give me any examples. I go, well, it could be. And, and so she returned that question to me. And I gave her a laundry list of things of how Ashley spoils me. And she goes, oh, well, I wouldn't do that because I mean, I would prefer to make a sandwich for myself or I could do this myself. And, and, and she's giving all of these reasons and excuses where she doesn't reciprocate that spoiled nature to it. And, and not, it's not a negative thing I was bringing up to her, but it was more so just like having her recognize it. And she had me on speakerphone and my dad was sitting right there and he's like, yeah, yeah, why aren't you doing this stuff for me? <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know the situation, but if you're using that as an example, then I would wonder what types of those things existed earlier on or within those waves of your folks' marriage. Yeah. Because your mom is a very nurturing person and she has a good relationship with your dad. And I agree, I believe a lot of what, how you are is reflective of the behavior that you saw within your own household, which is incredibly important. And we're both really, really, really lucky to have had that. But <laughs> I'm thinking of what your dad said the other day, <laughs> which it just makes me laugh. <laughs> so he said that 
he just, he goes to Ashley. She talks to him a couple times a day and, and he goes, Ashley, is Clint sitting by you? She goes, yeah. He goes, look, can Clint, can you hear me? And then, and he goes, I just need to apologize to you. I need to apologize to you because I created Ashley to be such a strong, independent and just spoiled woman. And, and it's his fault for doing it. And and I came back with my, my response of that. I appreciate everything that he's ever done, but he's saying it in a joking manner, but at the same time, it's really funny that it kind of all comes around to it. Yeah, and that's a great point, too, because the standards that we set in the household if we have kids is 100% indicative of the standards that we seek out in a partner. And I know people who were raised in homes where they did not have that as a positive reflection and who struggle in their relationships and who have to do a lot of self-work in order to know what their own worth is in that way. And people who sometimes, they spend decades in a marriage and then they don't understand until later on that they are much more valuable than what they settled for. And that's a sad thing. And I, you know, again, I can't, I can't say enough how thankful I am that you and I were both raised in the solid foundations that we were because I know so many people who didn't have that. And I hope that we can all remember ways that we can continue to fall in love and not just with our, our spouses, but the people that mean the most to us and just understanding how important that is to live a fulfilled life. Yeah, it's something that it means so much to us individually and, and not even in your relationships with your your spouses, but going out into the world and and showing exuding that kindness and that love to everybody and it it does come back to you and and it could change someone's life yeah and it it makes us feel fulfilled to do those things and to give our love in that way which i think is the ultimate goal right when we're laying on our deathbeds those are the types of things that we're going to be thinking about and remembering which i think is very important so Hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.